Welcome back. Today we're going to continue with a segment I started some time ago but have not had an opportunity to revisit. A segment where we go over some of the games we're trying to play through. We're going over the backlog. Of course, we are talking about Attack the Backlog, where we discuss some of the titles we're trying to make some progress on in an attempt to hold ourselves accountable and make ourselves play some of the games that we actually purchase. We purchase those games swearing, you know, we'll eventually get to that, but a lot of times they just sit on the shelf and we never get to them. It's a sad state, and that's just the state of gaming at this time with so many releases coming out. If you've been into gaming any amount of time, you probably see all the sales that run, particularly during Black Friday or around the holidays. I know I cannot be alone when I see a deal too good to be true and just pick up a title that I know I won't get to for some time, months, even years down the road at times. Thus, we have Attack the Backlog to help keep us honest and playing those games. Before we start, I want to Remind you, if you haven't already, follow us on our social platforms. We are on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. We open Pokemon cards. Instagram and YouTube, we may expand that at some point in the future, time permitting. Also, want to remind you, if you have not rated us wherever you're listening to us at on the podcast, if you listen to us like on Apple, iTunes, if you listen to us on Spotify, please rate the podcast so they can see that it is something enjoyable let us know how we're doing let the platforms know how we're doing so they pushed our content out to more people to a wider audience before we start i want to give a little sizzle reel of some of the games i've completed since last we spoke and that i actually rolled credits on i know unheard of in 2023 with releases around every corner right of course i beat death door eastward and weird west the games i discussed in the first episode of this series I actually had some time to beat more than a few games in 2022. TMNT Shredder's Revenge was one of the best, if not the best, beat-em-up game that I played in 2022. My friend Phil and I spent an evening playing through, loving the soundtrack, just being nostalgic. In the same vein, I bought the Calvunga Collection, which featured a collection of games from the arcade, SNES, Genesis, and the Game Boy. We ended up playing through Turtles in Time, game I never got to experience as a kid, but it always heard good things about. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet took the Pokemon Company and us trainers into the 21st century, and I couldn't be happier despite the technical issues. I finally put the finishing touches on Legends Arceus and found the time to fall in love with Triangle Strategy. Elden Ring took up more of my life than I care to admit last year, but I completed it. God of War Ragnarok was a very touching story, and Spider-Man's Miles Morales was short and sweet, though it was able to differentiate itself from the original title, the, the Marvel Spider-Man title, ever so slightly giving him a new moveset, and I really liked that title. I bought it on a sale way back, finally got through to that. It's a shorter experience, so those are always ones good to get out of the way, because you know they're not going to take up too much of your time. I know that sounds like a lot of games that I've played and completed but that is just a drop in the bucket compared to what I have to get through. Now that we have all the honorable mentions out of the way, let's dive into the meat and potatoes of this episode. I want to begin with Katana Zero, a title that is similar to Hotline Miami, only in the fact that it is a one-hit kill type game. You or the enemies are one hit and you're killed. I've been eyeing Katana Zero for some time now, waiting for it to hit a low enough price so I could buy it on an impulse. Finally, during one of the New Year's sales on the eShop, it reached a price I thought I could justify paying. 
I've enjoyed it. This one-hit kills, similar to Hotline Miami. I enjoyed titles like this, including Hong Kong Massacre as well. Titan Soul was my first entry, I believe, but I really couldn't get through to that to the end because it's just so difficult. Katana Zero set itself apart from these titles by having a side angle perspective, having a slowdown feature, and allowing you to reflect enemy bullets back at them. It is fast-paced and hectic in certain areas, but you can but can be a lot of fun once you get the hang of the controls. I picked the game up during the weekend and proceeded to run through the entirety of the game in one weekend. There are still things I can go back and do in the game, completing a hidden boss and unlocking additional areas if I see fit to return. I actually returned and beat the psychiatrist, which is a hidden boss at this time, and I'm trying to go through and get the hidden weapons at this time to unlock the bunker. This was in one instance of me picking up a game, playing it soon after purchase, and it holding my attention until I managed to clear the title. Not often does that happen nowadays, so it was a welcome change from the purchase and sit on the shelf for six months to a year before playing, much less completing. Not all games need to be 80 to 100 hours long and have enough side quests to keep you busy for months after finishing the main story. Katana Zero is a title I have wanted to play for the longest and would recommend to anyone who likes these types of games and a challenge as long as you have a little bit of patience. The gameplay is solid, level design can be challenging at times, and the soundtrack is just also oh pleasant to listen to as you struggle through each level over and over. It seems very 80s synth-ish. I guess that's what it would be inspired by that. It's funny how the music is 80s inspired and Hotline Miami is set during the 80s. This is a title I'd recommend to anyone who might want to challenge. If nothing else, pick it up on a sale like I did. I only paid $8.99 for the title, reducing it 50% office launch price. And now I have zero complaints about that. The next title that I've sunk a lot of time into, but I've got a little bit to go in before I actually complete it, and that is Garden Story. Garden Story is a cute looks to be hand-drawn title that is clearly inspired by The Legends of Zelda. You play as Concord the Great, who must travel to each of the season-inspired town and help them overcome various issues caused by the rot, an issue that seems to be killing everything in its path. You help these towns with their initial issues and can take on further quests to build up the town, allowing you to upgrade many tools and healing items. There are three different categories. I believe they are defense, uh, foraging, and one other I can't think of it off the top of my head. Each of the towns offers a unique healing jug and items that are used in that area, expanding the way in which you can take on enemies, and some enemies actually require specific tools to even damage them. The game has a beautiful art style, catchy music, and simple enough gameplay for most to pick up relatively quickly. After performing different activities and helping out the guardians of each town, you gain memories which can be equipped to give you a range of different effects, ranging from making a weapon perform a finisher at the end of a combo string to boosting your basic stats, such as stamina or health. It's an interesting game that is a budget $24.99 when not on sale, and offers hours and hours of playtime if you're trying to build every town up that you come to. Now, each of the town has five levels for those each of the three stats, and based on the stats, based on the level of stats, the items that you can purchase in the shops differ. 
I'm the latter half of the game, but got sidetracked by a combination of Stardew Valley and Persona 4 Golden. I'll inevitably return and finish this title off knowing that I do not have much more to go. I highly recommend to fans of the classic Legends of Zelda titles or anyone who might like this type of action-adventure game. I'm sure if you want to, you can breeze through the main story, but where is the fun in not upgrading all the weapons and flask? I've recently gotten back into this the last couple days. I'm trying to push through the last part of this. I like the game a lot. The gameplay is simple. It can be difficult in some areas, especially when you're starting out. As you get later in the game, similar to most other games, you become quite overpowered and you don't really have a problem with enemies as much. Even the main weapon, once it's upgraded to a certain point, if you charge it and attack people, then it recovers health. So it's kind of easy mode at that point. Another game that I have been playing on, but only a couple of hours at this point, I think I'm about 10 to 12 hours in at this point, Tactics Over Reborn, which is inspiration for the Final Fantasy tactics that are loved by many. I went into this blind having no background knowledge of the lore or previous games, and that does not seem to have hindered my experience thus far. The game is voice acted mostly. It features turn-based combat one would expect from a title like this. I haven't made it too awfully far in the story yet, but I'm progressing along and enjoying the title. After playing Triangle Strategy, my love for all things turn-based strategy was at an all-time high, so I had to pick this up and the Diofield Chronicles when I found them on sale for a fraction of their price. It is similar to Final Fantasy Tactics in that if your teammates fall in battle, you have three turns to revive them or you lose them forever. You have a job system that allows you to change your units, classes based on your needs, provided you meet certain criteria and have certain items that allow you to change those classes. There are branching story paths like we saw in Triangle Strategy, meaning there is replayability for the players who want to go back and see every angle. Being a classic title, this is a remake of an SNES title. It can seem a bit dated with the mechanics missing some of the quality of life changes from Triangle Strategy, but is nonetheless worth a look for anyone who might love Final Fantasy Tactics or is just a turn-based strategy nut like myself. I will eventually make it back to the title and put a nice bow on top. I have enjoyed the time I spent with it thus far, and I will sure I'll pour hours more into it. One thing I will say about Tactics Ogre Reborn, it can seem overly difficult at times, especially if you're someone like myself, who if Ally Falls, you want to ensure they make it to the end of battle. As long as you finish the battle within the three turns before they're timer counts down to zero and they drop an item then you'll be able to end the battle and have all of your units the problems arise if the battle takes longer than that and i've run into certain battles where i've had to restart and just go back into the battle fresh because this exactly this exact thing happened to me i wasn't about to let one of my characters die that early in the game and i just wanted to ensure that i got my party as powerful as possible and made it through i'm liking the game a whole lot and I will eventually finish it. Another title that I've spent a great deal of time over, I'm probably about 20 hours in at this point, picked it up around launch, but with it being a JRPG and just being extra long and me having only so many hours in the day having work and family to, to plot all this around, that title is Persona 4 Golden, the title that I fell in love with on the PSTV, title whose music is extremely catchy, the combat is fun, it seems stylish. If you're a fan of Pokemon or Persona, it might exactly be up your alley. A friend of mine referred to Persona 5 
as a JRPG, but it was similar to Pokemon and having played that and this title, I can concur that that definitely has some of those elements because you will have creatures or Shin Megami in the case of Persona that you recruit to your cause who you can have on your team. You can only have a set number on your team. Unlike with the Pokemon titles, you can't store them in a PC though. If you are over the limit of Personas that you can hold, you have to release one. It has an excellent story. Music, as I stated, is stellar. You can't beat the game. I'm enjoying it, and it's a budget. I think it's $19.99. If you're a fan of Persona 5 and you missed out on this, I highly recommend it. I need to get through this so I can return to Persona 3 Portable and beat that next because I've never played that myself. I just wanted to go over some of the games I've been playing on with you guys. Let you know what's going on here. We have a packed month of February. There have been quite a few releases this month. I am going to try to get a state of gaming release for the month of February in the next week or so. We may have a couple of episodes drop this week if I can find the time to write the script and get in here to record it and edit it as well. Of course, we have the Metroid Prime, the remastered, the physical copy finally dropped today. Friday is Octopath Traveler 2. It is a good time to be a gamer. There is a lot to be excited for. I am excited to pick up Metroid Prime. It's a shorter experience. I doubt I'll be able to finish it before I pick up Octopath Traveler 2 on Friday. But I will try because I have a disease that I can't overcome. But these just have been some of the games that I've been able to play on to put some time into this year and some of last year as well. I hope to complete the two that I've yet to finish soon enough. Last week I was sucked into Persona 4 Golden and will likely be until I complete the lengthy JRPG. After that I'll likely wrap some of the other titles provided I'm able to play and wrap up Golden Story before Hogwarts Legacy drops on the PS4 in April. Octopath Traveler, as I stated, is coming on Friday. So you can probably tell we will be doing this for the foreseeable future. As I'm prone to impulse buy new games or games that are on sale, provided that they interest me. There's just a lot to be excited for if you're a gamer. Have you played any of these titles that I brought up in the Attack the Backlog series? Are you planning to pick up any titles that are coming out this week? Or what are you looking forward to the most? Are you looking forward to Atomic Heart? Are you playing on that today? I think that dropped today as well. Let us know all your thoughts in the comments below. And we appreciate all the support if you've been here this whole time. If you're just new, sticking, checking us out. Appreciate you taking the time to listen to us ramble about some games and a passion that we so love. Sorry this is a shorter episode. Just wanted to try to get it out. I know we have a Pokemon Presents likely coming next week. So we're going to be kind of busy here. But I hope you guys enjoy. Peace.